0: What are
1: you doing? make sure it's not freezing. You
0: look like you should be out hunting. You just uh, come back from a hunting trip?
1: I was trying to set up the freaking to do a pickup video. And when you have the camera facing you, you know, doing the selfie shot, it won't focus. It won't center center weight the autofocus. So I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Other than use the back camera and then just hope it works.
0: I don't know if the selfie camera is the selfie you camera know. has never really been that good though.
1: Yeah, well, nowadays it's passable. It's HD, but it won't won't focus on the center. It'll just look at it. freaking face.
0: It's so cloudy this beer is. Looks like uh, looks like someone spookesied into my beer about ten times. Well, drink it up. 600 calories. Well, at least I don't take videos of myself cracking open uh, apple cider drinks and posting it on Twitter. Once a year. It was an occasion. Look at me. Everybody look at me. Are, Are we recording yet? Oh, no. I would never secretly record.
1: Now we're recording.
0: For the last two minutes.
1: Uh, you're supposed to be all uh, happy to see me and uh, how <sighs> much you missed my participation. No, in this you don't
0: deserve my happiness after, once again, bailing for two weeks.
1: Uh, I made myself available, but you didn't want anything to do with it. No, I didn't. So...
0: No, not after you told me specifically, I didn't even want to record last week. And you're like, you better do record. All right, fine. So I took the initiative, reached out to my friend who's willing to help us out once again and did a record early. And then two days later, I get a text message from you. So what's going on with the record? Are we doing this? Yeah. No, I did it two days ago because you well, said you weren't going to be here. Who would believe that you would do that? It's I not could... the first time I've done a record by myself. On on this just, particular show? No, was... it's not. I'm just saying it wouldn't have been the end of the world either.
1: I'm just, well, I I uh, recalled myself early from vacation mm, to yeah. make myself available
0: to you really and uh you would never recall you would never end a vacation early just to do a record
1: by the way uh, you unlike did. you i did listen to uh, a show that i am absent on that you did on your own with my friend musty hobbit and i thought it was exceptional it was a good talk it's good job musty uh, bailed you out for sure i appreciate the comment Compliment. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. You got into some good stuff, got into some deep stuff. I was getting a little worried when you were just looking at stuff on a shelf that none of us could see, but then, uh, Uh, then it it got uh, good
0: because I'm doing the record for me. I'm not doing it for other people.
1: Mm, Well, good EP might've snipped around those parts a little
0: bit, but you know, that's fine. Why would I snip around gold? <laughs> I perfectly described what was on his shelves, and so did he. And if you was- want to see what's on his shelves, go to his uh, Twitch stream. He shows his shelves plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thanks. Check
1: out last week's episode of STC Pod, number 240. 240- oh, yeah.
0: What episode are we doing?
1: 247, maybe.
0: So that no, that was two forty-seven. That was two
1: forty-eight. (laughs) What?
0: Yeah, I didn't hear Pro Joe do that. Of course not. That'd be rude.
1: Yeah, that'd be rude. That'd be disrespectful.
0: Uh oh no. Where are we? This is episode two forty-eight right now. Coming on the big quarter of a century mark. Right. Hello, get off your phone, whatever's on Twitter, is that important? I was checking our episode number. So you were on vacation. How was it? You went went to a family wedding on the farm?
1: Mm, Yeah, I guess so. That's, uh, yes, there was a, uh, a wedding. My sister, her daughter had a wedding at their place. Which I don't know if you saw. I was I stayed there too. I don't know if you saw any of the sunset shots. I was whipping out there on Twitter, but uh, they have this lovely property along the water, and um, their daughter was like, "What better place to get married than right here, uh, facing the water, and uh, have everyone come out there?" And they did the whole, you know, event tent and full catering job, uh, open bar, uh, DJ, the whole the whole works and uh, so that was going on. The day started rainy. Everyone was getting worried that they'd have to cram everyone in the event tent for the uh, ceremony, but like an hour before it was to kick off, the uh, skies cleared up, seats got toweled off, and uh, had a perfect wedding right there along the water. So that all worked out. I was also asked to be like a second photographer. They had a... a, uh, A full-on photography team there including videography and drone work and still photography and all that but they asked me to just kind of hide in the background grab the longest zoom lens i could find on a still camera and just kind of snipe people for candids in the background so that's kind of what i did and those turned out really good i think they were happy too because my stuff i was able to upload to the cloud like immediately for people to see. Unlike your professional photographers there, uh, you know, if they're not on the ball, well, they're, you know, they're not going to show you anything until they process everything. So that's like a two week wait. Whereas my, my stuff didn't need processing because it's that good. And uh, went up immediately for everyone to see what happened. So people were happy to get that. And that was kind of fun. Kept me busy. And, uh, you know, It's great when you got a nice big zoom lens on your camera, zoomed all the way in. And uh, your camera is really tight with the focus so it doesn't screw it up. And shooting outdoors too, right? When you zoom in on a long lens, the background just blows out, goes super blurry. And outdoors, it's just like a cavalcade of greens and yellows and reds you know under a pallet of the blue water and uh just just magical shots if i do say so myself so that was pretty good yeah uh, he engages me with questions about the event um
0: no okay i'll just and, keep going uh, that he continues to flap his gums
1: <laughs> well that is so what day was the conversation?
0: Uh, I, I just I, want to know how the wedding was. About your stuff. What day was the wedding on?
1: Uh, let's see. So I worked Thursday night. And the wedding was Saturday. So, and it's a three hour drive to get there. So I was going to sleep Friday during the day and then leave After I got up, packed the kids up and uh drive down there and uh drop the kids off at their grandparents down there and then head over to where I was staying where the wedding was. So that was like a three, four hour trip. So it was a non-kid wedding. Yeah, gotta get all that organized. So I had to be on time. I got up a little extra early in the afternoon to get ready, and as I'm getting ready, the big kid walks up to me and says, Um How long does the laundry take to finish? Because I just started a load. What? We have to leave in less than an hour. And you just started a load of laundry. Yeah. Well, you're not taking any of those clothes because we got to go. Oh, those are all my clothes in there. We can't go. So you think you're going to do washing and drying and we have to wait. so needless to say. I was uh, a little bit late getting in, which kind of, you know, you had to go get there and set up. And I was going to use my uh, sister's camera rig because hers is nicer than mine. So I wanted to get acquainted with it as well. Didn't have time for that because first thing Saturday morning, you're off to the races getting this wedding going, you know. Um, Anyways, that was a bit of a hiccup on the Friday trip. Saturday was the thing. Uh, it was kind of a, kind of a perfect wedding. Um, I nearly, uh, crashed the whole thing inadvertently. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you about it now, but we'll forever deny this happened and refuse to even talk about it to anyone else. But since it's just me and you, I can talk about this terribly embarrassing moment that happened to me. (laughs) Ah. Uh, the sweating is happening, right? You know, it's all choreographed beautifully. The the groom shows up, the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, the bride shows up. They start doing the thing. Ceremony all beautiful in front of this serene lake. Still is anything. The sun is shining, birds are chirping. We're just in awe at the respect and uh, the uh, to be part of nature for this moment. And but at the same time, in upstate New York, there's some guy that's flipping through eBay and he is wondering if he can find a remote control to work his Panasonic television. So uh, maybe he was in front of a beautiful. Uh, pristine lake at the same time sitting on his dock on his phone looking at ebay and by some strange coincidence he finds the exact remote control he needs he finds the panasonic remote control and he says now is the time in this perfect moment of beauty and serenity upon my dock in front of this water i will push by it now he pushes by it now and cruise back to the wedding I am at in complete silence as we listen closely to the person giving their vows to each other in this, this very respectful moment. And my phone goes, ka-ching! ka-ching! Twice. Two ka-chings. And then uh, an email notification after that that a sale happened. Knock, knock, knock! As they're saying their vows, I was still like a statue, hoping, you know, you could kind of tell where the sound came from. But I don't think people could pinpoint it. (laughs) I wasn't giving up any kind of uh, sight that that happened, that that came from my shirt pocket. But (sighs) that was horrifying. To me, and I can't imagine if the bride and groom heard that as they were exchanging vows, what they were saying. I kind of saw them like jolt, so I don't know if they heard it or not. But to me, it sounded like it went through a loudspeaker through the entire PA system. And, uh, oh, man, that was something else. So I, I didn't bring it up the whole weekend. No one talked about it. No one asked me about it. And forever I will deny that this happened. But I'll tell you, Joe, that happened. I can only say I was busy with the camera work. Therefore, I didn't get a chance to uh, mute my phone. So maybe it's not entirely my fault. But that was the horrifying thing that happened. Hmm. Made the wedding all about me. (laughs) But no one brought it up later, so maybe I got away with it. I don't know, or they're all talking under their breath about me the whole time, which could very well be. Oh
0: well, at least you got a sale out of it.
1: Yeah, a twenty dollars sale. So, and then the reception happened. Like I said, was an open bar, so that was a great time. And uh, me and my two brother-in-laws were the last standing at five in the morning. And the music stopped at like two 30 and the next day I, I said to them after we got ourselves, you know, up the next day, what the hell did we do from two 30 until five? Like what, what, what went on at that time? I don't know, but good times, good times. So, and that's it uh, because you're engaged in the, in the story, have a follow-up. So who got married again? Your sister's daughter? Yeah, my niece. Your niece, okay. How old is she? I don't know. 20s? How do I know these things? Where Where do they live? Or where are they going <laughs> to live?
0: What? Where?
1: Is this Picton again? This is Prince Edward County. It's not in Picton. Picton is a town in Prince Edward County. Okay, but so they the, the couple do live in Belleville, if I, I recall.
0: Okay, I sort of know where that is. It's on the highway somewhere, going east. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. Where are they going for the honeymoon?
1: Uh, they went to uh, San Diego. and uh, went Calaway. where? A, I don't know, San
0: Diego. Any particular reason why? I don't know. beats me. You didn't ask them, like, why are you going to San Diego? Mm,
1: no, nope, nope. You don't get a lot of one-on-one time with, uh, it's with your niece. when, uh, she's kind of busy that whole time. They're kind of busy. I like you pull them aside and go, uh, ah,
0: what's with San Diego. Yeah. Go kind of curious. You didn't want to go any place, uh, hot. Yeah, that is, beachy? that is hot. That beachy? is beachy. Nice. That's all that. What? Do you know where, where it is? I don't know. Who cares? That's cool. So what'd you do the rest of the, you were there until when?
1: Where'd you stay? Oh my God. What were you doing the last half hour? You were so rude. I don't even know where to begin. What have you, were what were you listening to for the first half of this chat?
0: No, you dropped your kids off at, at the grandparents. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that so what you're I said,
1: I said I was staying at my sister's place. Oh, that's on right. the yes. water, as you saw from the sh- Twitter shots I was sending out
0: of the sunset. That doesn't mean you're you're sleeping there. That's you taking a picture of a waterfront.
1: What? Did you take two weeks vacation? No. What were you doing during that time? How about nothing, that? Let's get you engaged. Important. Don't worry about me. Let's get you engaged.
0: I'm just trying to picture it out, dude. Let me finish this visual image of my head. When did you come back home? Wednesday. What would you do Monday and Tuesday?
1: Um, well, one of the days we went to Kingston to do some thrifting. And uh, some shopping. Told you I love Kingston. Kingston, Ontario is fun. It's along the water, Lake Ontario. And uh, there's a lot of good thrift stores there. So did that. The value village there is extremely expensive, but it is the most packed value village I've ever been in. Like it is rammed to the gills. So even though some things are crazily priced, you're going to get away with something out of them because they can't be on the ball for everything. And, uh, yeah, I found some stuff there. And they have a Talese, and they have a Salvation Army, and they have a Mission, and they have a couple of independent thrift stores on top of that. But we didn't get a chance to do all those stops. Um, I uh, had to get back because I was taking out Luke and his wife, Sid, for dinner because they were actually in charge of my kids for the weekend and traveling them around. To all mm-hmm. of the family. So to say thank you to them, I took them out for dinner. You have to say cousin Luke. The, no one knows yeah. who Luke is. And we found a new, uh, a new pizza place in Belleville that is, uh, came highly recommended. And it's a little, it's, it's like right downtown, but you'll drive by it every time and never notice it. Even though it's like a century old building, like a remade warehouse kind of deal. Really gorgeous in there, you know, tin ceiling and all that. It's called um, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street Pizza in Belleville. And it, it might have knocked off Capri Pizza as the top pizza in Ontario. It might have done that. It was really, really good.
0: Super good. I think you say about that any place you go to. Nope. This is my new favorite place. It is de- no. deep and delicious. No. It is delectable.
1: Now I've told you that Capri Pizza has held the oh, top spot. What the spot. fuck
0: Capri Pizza is.
1: It's just outside Kingston. Uh to Farhurst View. And I mean, I know people that drive two hours out of their way to get that pizza. They should be and punched in the head. And it's a hole in the ground, little little strip molly kind of place you go in and uh you'd be amazed at the traffic going in and out there in and out there the whole time you're eating because it's just insane the amount of people like they deliver to the ferry because people come across the ferry and park on the other side and wait for the delivery guy to show up and then take the ferry back it's crazy capri pizza you yeah, get that pizza taste where the cheese is squeaking on your teeth a little bit. I don't want to hear it. Absolutely. I really don't. Delightful. I get
0: so angry when you talk about food like that. So that was top right. spot. I just make want to start smashing shit in my office. Now, Bourbon Street, you know, they're giving it a good run for the money. I think
1: both places need another taste test. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, that's why I did. That's what I did. And then tonight I, I did another little drive cause I got recommended a place outside of Barry here to try for pizza and it's called uh, country house pizza in Oro. So it's a bit outside of Barry. Yeah. I, I, I was told it was by the Simcoe regional airport. So we're driving. I had Loki with me. We're driving, looking for this.
0: How and far there's nothing
1: to drive. How far is this drive? It's a 20 minute drive.
0: You drove 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, well, I was already at the north end of town, so about today's the day we're doing this because we're, we're kind of already there. There's nothing but airport and abandoned buildings. I don't see no country, uh, store, pizza, nothing. Drive into the airport. I don't see any signs for anything. I'm like trespassing on uh, corporate property at the airport. Nothing. I drive out. Drive out around, hit the highway. I'm going, this is messed up. I finally called them because I know I'm close. I heard the directions that it's by the airport. I knew I was close. I called them and said, where where are you guys? Oh, we're just at the airport. Like, I, was, I, I don't see anything. I see abandoned buildings. Where's this country house? Oh, no, we're right in the terminal. That's just a small regional airport, but they have one terminal building. So, Oh. Okay, so pull in there and you got to go in and they're just like in a corner, like, like cafeteria style corner of the building. And there's still even no signs that say country house pizza. I'm like, are you guys the country house pizza? The famous? Yep, that's us. So this is country house in this industrial building. Okay. So I tried that pizza and, uh, it doesn't knock anyone off. The rankings but it was quite nice and i tell you what they did right why they got me a bread guy because their dough was very it was like home style pizza where the dough was very bread like very airy and like baked bread style so yeah you're automatically winning me with that fresh baked bread smell and taste and texture and all that and the the sauce was good toppings were good Everything was good, but it still didn't have that magic that Capri and uh, Bourbon Street have. I'm sorry. Maybe if you actually tasted your food, you would get some enjoyment out of finding new places to eat. Hmm? Maybe if it just wasn't,
0: maybe if you didn't care about food so much, maybe if you didn't care about food so much, you wouldn't drone on about it for fucking 20 minutes. Oh, cheese squeaks on your teeth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you fucking drive me nuts. That's a sign of a winning pizza right there.
0: Oh, good. Drive two hours to go eat it. I know people from Toronto. Uh, yeah. Drove to it, Kingston yeah. for that pizza. And they should be hit by a transport truck and die on the fucking highway. Morons.
1: Maybe. If it's not just feeding the machine like you do, you would, you would enjoy things. Yeah, Cause
0: again. I got better things to goddamn do than drive what? two hours to go eat pizza and say it's the best pizza on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh my God. Well, who's right? Dude, who's maybe I'm just having a bad day. I don't know. Yeah, I think
1: so. Fucking all irritated now. I thought you'd be happy. Happy to talk to me after
0: all this time. Not about Pizza. Curious what? to see how your week went. I want to know what going weeks. on with you. Because you posted
1: pictures of some car dealership, which got me very excited. Nah. Because I love it when uh, people I know go car shopping. Because I love
0: seeing new cars. Well, if there's a car worth talking about, it'd be a different story. But... I already partially told you the story. the uh, I went for an oil change last week, and I still have the pictures I should probably post them. But I went for a simple oil change. My Mazda's at three hundred and thirty four thousand clicks, and it doesn't look like it is um. Um, it doesn't 334,000, please. The roof is kind of
1: like a sardine tin. No. Peeling back.
0: (laughs) It doesn't have holes like fucking Kevin's car does. It's got slight rusting on it. Peeling back. Shit. (laughs) Um, so I brought it in simple oil change. All right. I knew I'm, I know I'm due for four breaks, so I'm not putting any more money into the car. It's going to drive it for a couple more months and then, you know, push it as far as I can. Uh, bring it in, sit down, grab a coffee, turn on the Vita, start playing it. Two minutes later, uh, well, like five minutes later, the um, receptionist guy comes over to me. I'm listening to a podcast. Taps me on the shoulder. I take it off. The uh, The technician wants you to come into the bay and uh, take a look at your car, there's there's something really wrong with it. I go, listen, man, I know it's old, I know there's a bunch of stuff on it that's you know needs to be fixed. It it's okay. He goes, No, it's uh it's really not safe to be driven. I'm like, all right, no one's told me this before. So I get up, go into the service bay, the car's up on the hoist, and then the technician uh brings me under it and has me look at the rear driver's side wheel and the, um, I don't know what you call it, the arm or the axle that goes out to it is halfway eaten through with rust and there's a hole. So there's about literally probably about a centimeter of metal holding this thing together still, hmm. and he's shining a light through it. And it's a picture you really have to see.
1: <laughs> so he goes, this
0: is, this is not safe at all. So I'm like, hmm, all right. So he goes, yeah. Is this the
1: axle? Or like one of these tie rod thingies.
0: It's a big, fat, thick piece of metal that goes out to the wheel or the side of the car. And uh, it's attached by a bolt that moves up and down. So I don't know what you want to call it, the axle or whatever. Anyway, he, uh, wish I got the service report here. He didn't even mark what point it was. So anyway, he goes, I recommend you not wasting your money on the oil change and put that $60 towards a new tank of gas for your new car. Uh, Yeah, you're probably right. All right, take her down. So it's like, okay. So I drove home, had my wife the, uh, they let me take it home. Yeah, that's amazing. So, and they actually gave me the, uh, the, uh, invoice customer copy and wrote during inspection found holes in rear subframe vehicle, not safe to drive oil change, not completed at this time recommend left front LCA front links front and rear brakes, drive belt, pulley, and tensioner. <laughs> client did not wish to have vehicle washed at this time.
1: <laughs> you should have had it washed. <laughs> that would have been hilarious
0: so uh needless to say i still drove it the next uh three days to work on the highway and i've still been driving it and i was supposed to go so anyway that day my wife said all right you know my neighbor works at honda he's going he, he can probably help me out with some stuff and in the meantime go to our local honda dealership and take a car over a drive so I went down, and uh, the picture I sh- showed on Twitter was just me sitting at the uh, sales guy's desk while he went and got me some numbers. But we took a Honda Civic out. Um, yeah, so just checked out a 2019 Honda Civic. Got some numbers. Got acquainted with whatever features they put on the new cars. I didn't test drive the model that I'm, I'm picking up or I want to get. So, I would like to see what that one's like, because it's got a better engine than the one I test drove. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I was supposed to go today, actually. Today is uh, Monday, only I worked on the weekend, and on Sunday... My wife calls me about two in the afternoon saying um, one of the toilets upstairs uh, exploded and there's water everywhere. <laughs> so the, uh, my daughter had gone and used her toilet and flushed. And my wife was downstairs and, you know, she hears the sound they normally hear when the toilet's we filling up or like a sink is running, right? That water sound. Only it's going on for a bit longer than normal. So she's yelling up at the kids, turn the water off. And they go to the bathroom and you go, we don't see any water. Only it's coming up from the toilet. The supply line to the toilet had, uh, you know, it's got that cheap plastic that you screw. You know, it's that metal flexible hose that. Yeah. So the part that attaches to the actual toilet, I guess had cracked or something, right? Where's that at? Uh, Because it's cheap. So there's water in the bathroom, water all over the hardwood in the bedroom beside the bathroom, water coming out of the light fixture in the laundry room directly below that bathroom and water in the basement only after a couple minutes. Yeah, it would be full on
1: full water coming out.
0: So um, I'm supposed to go today. Uh, so I, uh, when I get home from work, I call the insurance company, file a claim, and uh, so from nine a.m. until about five thirty today, uh, the uh, what do you want to call these people? Uh, they the 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 company that comes in and you know takes out drywall that's damaged and puts in fans for air and stuff like that to help dry stuff off. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been. Like the damage is pretty minimal, compared to you know how bad it could have been when you see these homes where something bursts and people are away for the weekend kind of thing, right? Like this, that this could have been one of those situations where you come home and you got a couple feet of water in the basement kind of thing, right? Ugh. So we're lucky it was mainly contained to the laundry room ceiling. Which is fine. I don't give a shit about that. I'm just more upset about the hardwood in the one bedroom. So, uh, we've got fans going in the house right now. It sounds like a hurricane. And they got to run for three days because they've got these mats on the hardwood with machines that are blowing air into these rubber mats that blow air, forced air into the hardwood. I've got to fight to have the hardwood replaced anyway. So,. Uh, so that's why I didn't get to the dealership today. So I'm going to go tomorrow, I guess. Fucking pick out a car.
1: I mean, but uh, the deductible on flood insurance is like really high, isn't it? Would is that considered? Well, it's a thousand. It's a thousand. Oh, Okay.
0: Which you know, that's where I put it at. I've never filed a house claim in, uh, in my life. And the entire time I've been a homeowner. So this is all. This is all new to me. So, yeah, that was uh, yesterday and today. So, today, I basically mother-in-law took the kids to the zoo. The wife's out in British Columbia for three days, and I was home uh, playing Shantae on the PS4 while people were in my house uh, doing shit, and I couldn't go anywhere. So, you took Sunday off? No, I was at work when she called.
1: Oh, that's when it happened. So that is that wild times, wild times.
0: Yeah. A little frustrating.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Well, to get back to the car thing, man, that that's one of my pet peeves with dealerships. When you go to test something and uh, they won't give you like the model you're really looking at. They, oh no, this is the test drive car. Well, we'll take this out like that. That is not going to feel like whatever car I pick out later. I don't care if it's the same model, same engine. No two cars ever come off the line the same. You got to test drive the one you're going to buy. You just got to. And these pricks that do that try to rush you through the whole process Uh, and think that you're just ordering out of a catalog. this This is a
0: car. I've had issues with this dealership before. More so for like the... Not when I brought my wife's CRV in for like... When I when she used to have it for you know oil changes and stuff, but just uh, just from stuff in the past talking to salespeople, right? Mm-hmm. So immediately I go in and um, you know, a couple minutes, and uh, you know a younger sales guy comes over, that's cool, whatever. And then we go to his desk and the I don't know what you want to call him, the floor manager guy department manager
1: sales manager
0: comes over and starts talking to me Say, so, hey just wanted to say hey you know, welcome thanks thanks for coming i've been in this business for 22 years or for actually longer than that and honda's had you know the civics the number one car for the past 22 years in a row blah 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 and what, what other cars are you thinking of uh looking at you know so i made shit up like oh i want to look at the toyota and the kia I think I said something else. I don't remember. You know, I'm just looking, just, just want to take one out for a spin. He yeah, 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 sure. And so we do the whole test drive and shit. He gives me numbers on two different civics models and he goes, so what can I do to, to get you out of here? You know, uh, we can do better on these numbers too. Well, why didn't you give me your best number in the first place? Just, just, just stuff like that immediately turns me off. I'm like, you know, I didn't come in to play games. Just tell me what your best number is.
1: It's all games. Still. You think that things would have changed by now, but the whole salesman and sales manager team gets me going too, right? You're talking to the sales guy, but any numbers you run with him, he has to run to the sales manager to approve or whatever. So he goes to the sales manager or
0: they just sit there and talk about,
1: Right. Last night I talked
0: and uh, yeah. come back and goes, Yeah, I can take 500 off for you. No problem then.
1: Yeah, exactly. I hate that maneuver. I absolutely hate it. It's like, I, how about I just go to the sales manager's office? Because this is ridiculous. You running back and forth. <clears throat> oh, and if you just initial this that you're showing intent that you might be interested, that'll really go far with the sales manager. Oh, will it? If I initial this, okay, yeah, we'll do that. The last time I went, like I said, I took a couple out and, uh, I knew more about the models than the sales guy. Yeah. It, it was, I was not happy with the experience and he was rushing me. Like he had to get home or something. Ah, oh, you don't want to take that out. That's way too much. No, no, no. That's top money right there. You know, that's way too much. <laughs> Why well, did well, I want to try it? Oh, geez. I don't know.
0: It should be whatever you want, sir. You want to take it out for a spin? Let's go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And the the floor manager guy or the sales manager was the same one that hauled my wife and me into his office for half an hour uh, a year and a half ago when we were looking for a vehicle for her and we test drove the uh, pilot and uh, we couldn't get out of this guy's office. He's telling us stories from his past and people he's been meeting and we're just say, holy shit. So that dealership, uh, it's good for an oil change, but you know, I wouldn't buy from them, I think. So hopefully it goes good tomorrow. Get a little bit of a discount, hopefully on something.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to hear an update on what happened.
0: Oh yeah. No, now don't, what? don't be too excited. I want to smell some new car
1: smell. That's what I want, get that new car smell in my nostrils.
0: The only thing I wish with that Civic was they had made the screen bigger. Yeah, okay.
1: So uh, the new lineup of Honda, I'm happy with most of their models and everything and all the toys and gimmicks they got in it. But again, the thing I find Honda is falling behind on, and they did this with the last generation, like everyone had push-button start except for Honda. They were the last one to get that going. Now. Everyone has, uh, like, smartphone integration, like, app integration in their cars, you know, with the remote start and, you know, remote access to your car via your phone, uh, except Honda. They they haven't got that going as far as 2019s are concerned.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, though. So long as you got the, as long as I got my key dongle that I can remote start from the house, that's good enough for me. I don't need to be doing it through my phone.
1: Yeah. I you know, I, I can't see myself often have pulling out a phone, opening up an app, letting it load, then starting the thing. But I think that way it is a two-way communication. So you do get the confirmation that the car started. The dongles that you get now that are the standard, they're they're not two-way. So you can, you know, if you're too far away, you think you started it, but you prob you might might have not gotten that communication. Mm. That's all right. That's fair point. enough. Yeah. Fair point. So, but Honda's big on security too. Like it might be a security thing that,
0: uh, the other companies. Might well, that's be what I was thinking, on. but I don't know. I saw my, my buddy's massive 27 inch screen in his new Dodge Ram. And then I went to the civic and I go, this, this isn't even close. So I was just like, uh, I know Honda Civic doesn't cost 86,000. So I guess you get what you pay for.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Well,
0: you can move up to their bigger models. They might have bigger,
1: bigger screens. I'm sure the Accord might have a bigger screen.
0: It's not that much bigger. No, no. And the Accord's too big. It It's not that much bigger of a car, but it is bigger and longer. I just don't need that. One thing they did put on the on this though is they had so many complaints about the last last year's model being touch screen only, meaning that the volume control was only on the touch screen and not a volume control knob. So they brought the knob back. Right. So oh well. It was nice not having car payments for uh, X amount of years. Yeah,
1: man, you got away with it for a long time. And I mean, uh, they they make Civic pretty reasonable, so. And now I think they open up payments until, what, 96 months or something crazy. Um, I think Honda only does
0: 84. Oh. At the most. I don't know. You know what I watched before they record tonight? Dave Chappelle's got his new uh, Netflix
1: uh, special
0: on. It was pretty good. He takes a lot of shots. Not shots, but I think he sort of speaks the truth about a lot of things. At least he's not afraid to to say what a lot of people are probably thinking in terms of how silly some things are. But I was just trying to read more into it in terms of look at the, the comedy of it. So it was good. I think his first two specials were obviously more entertaining just because we hadn't seen him for so long
1: i'm still working on that katie Sackoff show that we talked about before the afterlife i think it's called oh yeah netflix
0: there's uh the the people are talking about the show called the boys
1: yeah i'm watching some of that i'm midway through it you'd really like that i think i already talked to you about it
0: yeah i might watch it i'm i'm on the office I'm on season six of the office so it's uh I think this might be where I stopped watching it initially so this I'm I'm where I'm walking on new ground here well
1: this this Katie Sackhoff show it it had a couple speed bumps for me because they did a couple episodes where they do like uh like dream stuff dream sequences and i don't know name me a, a time dream s- sequences worked good on tv because it just drives me i didn't even like it when sopranos did it it kind of drives me bonkers i saw them doing that, i just like oh my god can i skip this entire episode but then they would go back to reality stuff that you needed to see and i don't like it
0: well the trouble with dream sequences is the, it's basically left up to personal interpretation, right, even if the director or whatever writer wants to convey an idea a certain way in a change sequence, not everyone's going to interpret it the same way you know oh, so and yeah, I agree with you though it's i can I can do without them they're <sighs> I consider them to be sort of filler, yeah, yeah yeah.
1: Exactly. I just hate it I hate it So I think I'm on the last episode of the show So that'll be done I don't know if it's picked up again for another episode Or another season And then I can uh, jump back into the boys And finish that off
0: hmm. So you're back to uh, Are you back to work this week?
1: Okay yeah I'm back to work uh, Wednesday Are we on days? Yep. Yeah. So I go back to work on days and then I have to see what the rest of the schedule is because I think things are going weird on us. I don't know if you've seen what the finalized schedule looks like. I haven't because I haven't been there.
0: No, I haven't.
1: So the STC pod nearly, uh, nearly got canceled.
0: Good thing I sacrificed myself for it again.
1: This show and, well, us even talking to each other ever uh, <laughs> was
0: within a. I think I think you're, you're playing it up a, a little bit.
1: No, I'm not playing. That's exactly how it would be. Um,
0: through no fault of our own, they were. Well, I just mean talking face to face would have been cut down. By about 75%. 100%. I've never talked to you at all
1: online. It would, it would be impossible, right? Because our days off. Were, anyways, we were going to be, uh, the teams at our work was going to be reorganized. They were
0: upset at how well you and I functioned together as one of the tightest knit teams in the department.
1: No, he's not making a, you're not joking. They wanted, I'm not joking. Uh, They wanted our assets spread out to other team members. To cover weaker people. Oh, uh, you know, whatever. And that would have put us on complete opposite rotations. So literally when I'm working, you would be off, right? And then when I was working, you'd be off. It'd be complete opposite. Like the the people on our opposite rotation now, we we just don't see them because they're they're always opposite, and you certainly can't make plans with them because whenever you're off, they're working, and that is what was going to happen. We're like, oh, so you have us work together for this amount of years, and just gonna throw us uh, separate us, and that's how it is, and so for the benefit of the company because we work so good together. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, that's the least amount of impact is if we just, you know, get you guys and then you can prop up these other guys and get things up to speed. And, uh, ridiculous, ridiculous. So through, uh, much negotiation and belly aching, the compromise we came up with was, uh, we won't be working in the same room together, but we are working the same shift. Yes. If that is still standing, who knows what happened. In the as far as I know, it's still standing.
0: So, I, so think we're, I think we're okay with that.
1: We're still there at the same time. We're still off at the same time. We're just not necessarily going to spend the entire shift in the same room together.
0: Yes. Instead of being... Instead of being six feet apart, we're gonna be twenty feet apart.
1: As a reward for our service. As a reward.
0: Along with our yearly bonuses and uh extra vacation time. So that's how it works. Everybody can thank us for the sacrifices we did to help once again provide new content and material for Fendango to copy.
1: And let that be a lesson, everyone, in the corporate world. Your hard work will be rewarded in ways you cannot imagine. STC Pod will continue, despite Joe's best effort. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, we have to give Kevin content to copy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so there it is.
0: I wonder what he's going to say about this.
1: Hey, what you little nice
0: jab is he going to throw back at us?
1: Well, the last episode, you know, he made a comment about an interview I did with a friend of mine, Josh Creepleet, that I was very proud of, and basically told everyone not to listen to it. But uh, because I know the jovial nature of these podcasts, I wasn't offended, and I took it as uh, a ha ha, and a big pat on the back as uh, as friends do to each other. Uh, certainly no DMS were flying around about how insulted I was and how I couldn't sleep the whole night thinking about what he said. But, uh, because we know you don't take stuff seriously in these things. This is a fun show. (laughs) Don't take us seriously. (laughs) Don't take them seriously. These are all dopey podcast guys. This is fun stuff. We'll take the hits and we'll give the hits. It's all fun stuff. If you're feeling insulted,
0: um we're we're not smart enough to come up with insults like you think your podcast is special it's not and neither is ours
1: oh it's stupid we're just we're just riffing we're just trying to fill in an hour
0: anyways i don't know how it got you got just hours up
1: uh hopefully this thing recorded still using your uh your skype situation the here. skype
0: works magnificently compared to how uh, i'm glad google hangouts is done
1: okay so what we have to talk about is uh, the Barry game exchange is coming on soon i hope you saw all my twitter pictures of me delivering posters all over southern ontario alerting everyone
0: yes i shook my head
1: angrily at those <laughs> yeah because you can't even support that uh, Barry game exchange is happening. Who's
0: going to the, the Barry show from, uh, Picton? Well, one of their biggest vendors comes from Belleville
1: and that's who he delivered a poster to. Who's that?
0: Uh, Billy Bob?
1: No, he, I told him again, I said, you got, you got to come up to this thing. And he's
0: Oh, I can't drive. So what am I going to do? Yeah. Sh- <laughs> <shit. laughs> Get one of your fucking scumbag uh yard sailor guys to drive you up, buddy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, P Market is a, is a huge vendor. They're in Balville. and uh, P Market. And they put a poster out, right? Yeah, P Market. They're the D dash that
0: you gotta point them they out. It shouldn't be
1: P shouldn't be you, P- just called should them, be... you just call them you just call them D-bags. Yeah. It should be D market because they're the D bags that refuse to pack up at the end and just sit there for the longest time. You know, when we're cleaning up tables and everything and we're got it all cleaned up and they're just sitting there with all their stuff still on the table.
0: How many tables do there? Eight tables too.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I don't think so. A couple. uh,
0: Hey, those people,
1: we, can't wait to have you at the barry game exchange
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> should be talking bad about their vendors the barry game exchange is happening september 15th in barry at the uh what was it uh, the east bayfield east east link uh east link. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the coliseum
0: didn't, you, east didn't you uh where is it now again God. East View Arena. East View oh, Arena. Geez. 453 Grove Street East and Barrie. 11 a.m. Early bird. $10. 12 to 4. Regular is $5. Uh, lots of people coming up. Big cartridge
1: club event. There'll be Lots of cartridge <laughs> club people you can interact with. And you can finally meet all these cartridge club, cartridge club people you've been dying to meet in person. They're going to be there.
0: You could I'll win a $300 EB games gift card with paid admission.
1: Yeah. Haji has another contest up too. I thought I saw on Twitter for uh, some uh, Facebook thing, isn't it? No, I know. I'm on Facebook, so check out the Barry game exchange. Yeah. There.
0: Lunch for two and $25 of Barry game exchange bucks that can be spent at any vendor at the show.
1: Yeah. What do you got to do to win that? Um on Facebook.
0: Visit our Facebook page and look for the pinned post on how to enter Facebook.com slash Barry Game Exchange. Or just um, go to ca and you can get all this information there as well. Yeah, for sure.
1: The night before, a lot of people are coming into town the night before. There will be a barbecue at my house. Joe said uh he will fund it all. So that top sirloin top sirloin being uh readied for you at that one no oh, I, I funded
0: gotta... i funded the last one when everyone came to my house all you gotta do is uh know where i live and uh i can't you... tell you if you can find it you're welcome to have some food <laughs> byob no
1: you're paying for everything i tried last time beer is Goddamn expensive.
0: Yeah. I'm glad I don't drink it. Yeah. I, think I spent 200 bucks on beer at <laughs> that one event. No. No one
1: was even drinking that time. That fridge got emptied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we loved it. We love you for it. That was a great time. Can't wait for the next one.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Okay. All right, I got, uh, I may go play some Shantae or I may sit down and watch some more Office, probably Office. Oh, yeah. Well, you can
1: hear all about it in Joe's latest pickup and news video.
0: It's oh, a brand yes. new
1: concept he came up with for his channel. Stunningly
0: inventive. No one's ever thought of this. No one. No one's ever thought of doing a monthly pickup <laughs> and what they've been up to video.
1: I'm so uh,
0: inventive.
1: God help the people whose video you watch last before your own video, because that's exactly what comes out of you.
0: Well, I did it this way just cause I figured listen, I can't be doing these stupid pickup videos every week because no one gives a shit literally, but you have two podcasts to tell everyone
1: what you're doing for updates.
0: Yeah, what if no one listens to the podcast?
1: Oh, I forgot. Your you got to hit them on stuff. all angles, man. All different body shots, man. Left hook, uppercut. I've always said the YouTube channels should be used to funnel the listeners to the podcast. It's a tool. If they want to know what you're up to, go listen to the podcast. But don't give it out for free on YouTube. Sell them on your wonderful personality on YouTube and yeah, funnel them to the podcast.
0: Everybody knows what you've been up to eating pizza, they know where to go. So, and pizza if nova need, 439 00. If you need further
1: instructions? Please feel free to DM me anytime you want. I can be found on Twitter at SDC pod, and uh, Joe's on Twitter at AC Incepticon. His YouTube channel, we've been talking about, is My Life in. Collecting on YouTube, and you can find more start to continue related stuff on uh, our joint, you, joint YouTube channel where the two of us do stuff that uh, start to continue on YouTube. Check us out in the forums at cartridgeclub.org, and what? What else were you gonna say? I was also gonna
0: say if you're hungry, get on the highway and drive two hours east. You'll find some pizza joint at some point. Post it and post it. Post it and post it. Post it and post it.